Hello everyone, welcome to Chat Club. I'm your host as always, Alan Hilchey. And there's only one rule in Chat Club. Everybody talks about Chat Club. Welcome everyone, today is going to be episode number 24. I'm going to be talking about Dungeons and Dragons and the benefits for your mental health challenges. And this goes for anxiety, depression, eating disorders, a lot of various mental health challenges. So I want you to sit back, relax, have an open mind. I put a lot of energy into this podcast and I really hope you enjoy the benefits of this podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. So we're going to start back in the 1980s, early 90s. So Dungeons and Dragons was not a common thing. It was frowned upon by a lot of the community, especially in the religious community where they talked about the fantasy game being anti-psychotic, anti-religion, and different things. And that's because they had demons and gods into the game, which had absolutely no reflection in the game or the base itself. They took it upon themselves as a scapegoat because there was some suicides that happened in the 80s and 90s that they had attributed to Dungeons and Dragons, which they later come find out that it had nothing to do with Dungeons and Dragons. It had to do with the person's mental health or what they had going on in their life. So their claims of Dungeons and Dragons was absolutely false. It was just the unknown and being scared of something that they had no idea of. Makes sense? Absolutely. Now today, Dungeons and Dragons has taken millions upon millions of players D&D Beyond has made a scope where it's digital, so it's very accessible with their electronic devices, rules, and regulations. The thing I like about 5e Dungeons & Dragons is very simple to play. After years of not playing, I started to play again two years ago, and I picked up where I left off. I started to understand the rules, and D&D Beyond does a beautiful job putting the descriptions in and understanding your character, showing you what you need to do to be successful and to do different things which I really enjoy. Now, with the mental health aspect, I enjoy it because I'm out with my friends and you get to seclude yourself outside the house, go into some different realm, and you have a dungeon master who is the person that controls the game, has a campaign or a setting or a module or uh, set his own campaign just around basically doing what he feels to get the story and to get the enjoyment out of the game. DMs are the master crafts behind the story, like the narrator. So basically, Dungeons & Dragons, through the Dungeon Master, they he basically, he or she, I should say, basically they make a story. It could be surrounded around the characters or missions or however they twist their certain campaign. Campaigns call a story, basically. It's when you're into... The ongoing story, basically, in a campaign. That's what it means when you when you hear the word campaign. So when I started to play, reintegrated back to a group, I was very lucky to hit it home with a bunch of individuals. A person I know and people I come to meet and now are friends because of the result of myself taking myself out of my element, my you know safety net, putting myself out there getting into a group once a week or twice a week to go out for three or four hours to go do Dungeons & Dragons. So you have dice and you roll on different things and there's a lot of things surrounded by it. D&D Beyond and and D&D Wizards of the Coast have come out with some different uh, packets that help out beginners. Like there's a starter set, there's an essential set, there's very to get yourself just into the game to see if you like it. 
They have Stranger Things, the show uh, action module. If you watch Stranger Things, they have actually D and D has reinvented the module from Stranger Things to be a, a storyline. So I mean, there's a lot of different things. Like there's so much detail and incredible uh, written stuff about the campaign and very detailed pictures and whatnot. And what I really enjoy about Dungeons Dragons is the simple fact is you sit down with a bunch of friends and you play this and you have fun. And sometimes you're not even playing the game. You're just having fun. It's the interaction, the social connection that you have that helps with this, with your mental illness or anxiety or whatever. And there's a lot of literature on there that talks about the anxiety and how it reduces it because you're into an element. Uh, you don't have to overplay it. Everything is done for you with the electronics. So when I get into basically the campaign and stuff, it, it's a lot of fun. So going back to the online digital. Now D&D Beyond has put an app out there and a webpage that you can buy books, you can make your characters online, which that's the most frustrating part. And you can make a character within two minutes, which is pretty cool. And you can adjust it to wherever you see fit. And now you'll need people to help you out or experienced players. But once you get the hang of it, a lot of fun. So what the COVID-19 has done has put a lot of these games on hold, Dungeon Dragons. But don't despair, folks. Don't despair. Because there is many online apps that include uh, voice chat and different things. Like there's Discord that everyone uses for gaming. You can use that. There's a Roll Tony app that essentially does Dungeons and Dragons and basically has it, uh, well, it, it, it puts your character out there. It puts little icons so you're on a, a map and you're going to different places. So when battles ensue, you can put your character in movement and placement. So this online thing has, has replaced it because of the COVID and people could not go out and play. So the better option is you stay at home, you be safe, you turn around and you play on Roll20 or Table Shard. And there's many other uh, role-playing online. And there's other different games that are role-playing games like Pathfinder, etc. I like the Dungeons & Dragons. I always have. Always will. Pathfinder may try down the future, but who knows. So regardless of your ability not to go out, you can still stay in with Roll20. You can still have a conversation. You can roll online. Not real happy with the roles that Roll20 gives me a uh, high percentage of the time. Uh, but nevertheless, you're still playing and you're laughing. Sometimes you really screw your roles up and you laugh about that. Or if something happens to a character. There's a lot of enjoyment in it. People use their minds. You have to figure out puzzles and different stuff. So this is basically the mental health aspect. Dungeons & Dragons and D&D Beyond has since the pandemic in started in February, they have also put out of numerous packs called the quarantine to help people have something to do when they're at home. So you can basically play this. You don't really need a roll 20. You, you can do it on zoom or you can do it however you see fit because it's your game. You do what you want, but the, it's so flexible. So you can play on discord zoom or whatever. You have to trust your players' roles because some, some players like to fudge them up or re-roll, whatever. It's no biggie. It's all for fun anyway. 
And I always take my roles at face value. Some of them I don't really like, but it is what it is. But it's a lot of fun. You get to create a character. You get to grow with the character. You get to level with the character. You take new feats. You take new uh, new spells. There's a lot of unique things, magic items, that come into play. And I really enjoy the game. Getting back to the online stuff again. I'm so passionate because I really enjoy this stuff, folks. And I don't mean to sound like I'm a little kid, but it is my little kid. My little kid place. But when we get back to Dungeons Dragons Online, you can basically do this on Discord. You can do it in any kind of chat, Skype, or whatever. And you can use Roll20. You don't have to. Roll20 is does cost money. Table Shared right now is in beta, which doesn't cost money. You have to have the Dungeon Master really has to know their computer stuff to make it fun and to make it different variances. So why is... D&D so good for mental health. Well, there's a lot of things around Dungeons & Dragons that makes it so much easier. I mean, all you have to do is pick up a pay, uh, pencil, paper, and dice, and you go. It's very low functional. You just don't have to over-prepare yourself. The biggest thing about when you go to these group things is the anxiety level of getting into a group and the structure and how is it going to play out and... Really, I mean, if you get into a bunch of people that you know already, your anxiety should be a little lower, and it should be, you know, your happy place. And just go with the flow. You know, in reality, you end up crafting your own character and your own, you know, fantasy portrayal. I mean, you can portray any character. There's different alignments that you can be, good, evil, bad, neutral. A lot of various things you can do with Dungeons & Dragons. So, I mean, sky's the limit when you're getting into it. But I know there's a lot of literature online that talks about Dungeons & Dragons. It, you know, it is a tall, tabletop role-playing game. Started in 1974. So, when you're getting into it, you can use you can use uh, miniatures like on a board and stuff. And you can paint your characters up. And you can do a lot of different things. I mean, a lot of these things, I mean, you can have a character after the Game of Thrones, one of those characters, or uh, Lord of the Rings, or any fantasy movie. I mean, you can basically alter your character whatever way you want, name it. You know, there's different races, which I kind of laugh. There's different races, different variants. And there's so much literature, and it's good to read. So, playing, you know, the benefits of why... And there's a lot of articles online right now where mental health, uh, there is actually children that are playing Dungeons and Dragons. And it's really helped them with uh, social interaction to play as a team member to do a lot of things together. So basically, some of the possible mental health benefits of D&D are Dungeons and Dragons, improve social skills with peers, increase your self-esteem, your self-confidence, the ability to express yourself and your needs assertively. Basically, you can go out and get what you want and talk to the DM one-on-one. Improve impulse control and practice with turn-taking. Because when you're in a battle, everyone has to take their turn. Whoever rolls the highest dice, which is called initiative, gets to roll and then that person gets to go first. So you have to wait till that person's done. So it shows a little bit of structure and a little orderly. So what makes Dungeons & Dragons work so well in therapy? 
So there's a, I was stating that there's a lot of people that are using D&D for therapy as well. Uh, it's Rather than competing against each other, it's more of a, a player, like your together thing. So it helps with that. Playing, a, uh, playing as a character who is different than yourself allows you to literally see the world through someone else's eyes, basically. Because the game is a role-playing game, it's a great way to try out new things of interacting with other people in a low-stakes, fun environment. Because you got nothing to lose to how you interact. Playing games tends to help people bond and build friendships, which I absolutely think. D&D provides a structured way to let people know and make them feel less awkward without making small talk with a stranger. So, I mean, there's a lot of things around it. So, I mean, a lot of D&D players have an unlimited creative freedom. And it can be very liberating. Can you imagine being a thousand-year-old elf sorcerer with purple hair and a, a different kind of pet, a mongoose pet? Or whatever. But you can do it in D&D. And that's the sort of thing that happens. So how does a D&D therapy work a session? Typically you just check in with the participants. Talk out of character. Connect with each other before the game. It's a great time to share about how your week has gone. Share about anything that's happened that might be relevant to your group's goals. Once everyone is settled in, the actual part of the game really starts. And then the session begins. So a therapist can sit there and actually keep an eye on the progress of everything. So when you're playing a group. So, I mean, that's that's a therapy that, that's being done. And the D&D session can take as long as one hour or several hours. Assuming that it's safe, you know, safe and it's not getting out of hand, then you can do that. So there's a lot of people that are using therapy for mental health and, you know, people that are borderline, you know, different mental health. Now, I know there's a lot of articles on there uh, that helps with mental health. And another thing that can help with is you can, your character can be your own hero. A hero that you can do things that you normally don't do. Things that you can create your own character with help from a DM. And you build your character on the rules of the game. And the dice and the and just the merit of your actions is negative or positive is attributed to your rolls on your dice. So basically, this also helps you escape from reality just for a few hours to give you a reset, reboot, recharge. Generally, when you get into these type of games, it's a positive environment right off the go because you're coming in, you're excited. Oh, we did this last week. Now we got to do this and we got this message or I got to talk to this person because usually it, it kind of ends on a cliffhanger sometimes in a game. Which is absolutely awesome and, and it's enjoyable. And you're really, it, it's a really fun time, really excitable. So, the social contact is a huge thing with mental health and anxiety and, and different things that you're going through. It's the social, you know, contact that you have with people. It's not work related, it's not family related. You're just out with a bunch of people playing Dungeons and Dragons, which is absolutely awesome. Creative outlet, very creative. You're using your mind all the time. So you're not thinking about like how anxious you are or this and that. You're just going through the motions, doing certain stuff. You you know, there's certain puzzles. The DM may have puzzles or different things or, or riddles you may have to. And it's fun because you get, some people come up with the most weirdest answer. And I'm one of those guys 
that just comes in and says something without thinking, and then everybody laughs. So, you know, everybody understands that when you're coming in, no one is an expert playing it. And some people just are a little better because they played more. So, and that's the biggest thing. And when you talk about, going to go back to kids here because it, it come up again. Coming up with playing, it helps kids develop social network, teamwork, different things. And it gives them sort of reality to get out of the real world. Because we don't really know what's going on with kids and, and you know, Basically, there's a lot of benefits to it, like cognitive behavior therapy and the role-playing. The cognitive being you have to role-play out. And you just reserve your, you know, your role and your character, you know, development. And, you know, at times you have to do a conflict resolution in the game. Instead of fighting, you have to talk your way out of it. So there's certain skills that you have to do. And the biggest thing is taking the practical approach to problem-solving. So you're problem solving and you have to figure it out. You have to actually verbally do this. In a part of the game, you kind of forget that you're on the spot. Sometimes your anxiety will get up a little bit, but you'll get better as you go because, you know, this is going to help. So cognitive behavior therapy has shown effectively to treat people managing a variety of mental illnesses. That includes depression, various types of anxiety, phobias, post-traumatic stress, sleep disorders, eating disorders, Obsessive compulsive disorders, substance abuse disorders, bipolar disorders, and schizophrenia are among a lot of these that they use D&D to help out with this. So it's kind of a creative way to help out with therapy, and it's kind of a fun way to do this sort of thing. So if you're looking for something to do besides the dungeon, you know, to do, Dungeon Dragons is a great way to go. And there's so much information on the internet and you can actually listen to podcasts and you start to understand and there's books written about Dungeons Dragons. So if you like literature, there's Dritch Jordan, Forgotten Realms. There's a lot of various literature out there in Dungeons Dragons and you can give that a read before you even try it. But what a great way to get with friends, a great way to, you know, have a good time without spending a lot of money. I mean, you spend for the books, but... If you all pitch in as a group and you do it digitally, like that's what I've done. I've, through my friends and I, we've uh, basically on D&D Beyond have purchased a lot of the books together and we get um, the Dungeon Master tier, which I get and everyone helps me. We They get access to all the books. So you're sharing the benefits basically. So if the Dungeon Master gets all the books, you can create your characters through that. And on your device, you can have it on you all the time. Where you're doing certain things so you don't even really need to write stuff down or anything you can play it through your electronic devices which is absolutely fantastic i really enjoy this type of game Dungeons dragons has got me through a lot of hard times when i was younger and the last couple of years that i've reconnected and started to play again it's also helped me with a lot of things and i think it's helped me with my anxiety and it's helped me with various things because you get to understand and, and start to figure out that there's worse things in the world. And, you know, looking forward to playing D&D every, every week or and, and you have to set a schedule. Sometimes you don't. So, I mean, basically Dungeons Dragons has been my whole life. I've only reconnected. I, I played when I was in grade six, I think, all the way to high school. 
a little bit out of high school. <clears throat> and then, basically, I picked it up the last, I think in 2018, I started to play. So I'm approaching on my two years here. So I think, th actually, three years. So the group that I played with, I just started playing about a year and a half ago, I think. Great, great group of people. I mean, we have so many different individuals. I have a co-worker that plays with me. I have, there's a pastor that plays in our group. There's a couple guys that work for uh, federal government that play. And we have a guy that's, uh, I think he does programming software engineering through I probably got it wrong, so if you listen to this, I apologize. Don't want to say their names because I'd like to keep their anonymity, like keep their names out of it because I really don't have permission. So I'm going to review some of the things, some possible mental health benefits of Dungeons and Dragons: improve social skills with peers, increase self-esteem and self-confidence, ability to express yourself, and your needs to assertively get things done. Improving your impulse control and practice with turn-taking. Stronger creative thinking and problem-solving skills. And being a dungeon master is a great way to get your creativity and your juices. Because there's so many nicks and crannies. Now, I wasn't a dunge dungeon master until I started uh, this year, I think, earlier this year. And I didn't think I had the ability to do it. And I had a lot of anxiety to try it. But I have such a group... Uh, excellent group of guys so if a rule comes into play they say well I think it's this way and I'd look it up and they were right a lot of chance, a lot of times and you have experienced guys and it's all in how you deliver your message you know deliver it I, I think this is the rule and, and everybody wants to play by the rules and nobody wants to make their own rules so basically I turned out and I think I did pretty good as a dungeon master I really enjoyed it and I really enjoyed this podcast it's brought a sense of an expression for me and something that I do passionately and, and really enjoy. And there's a lot of people that look at you, you play Dungeons Dragons. Yeah, I do, and I'm proud of it. And another thing I want to talk about is I am going to do a podcast called uh, Session Zero, and I'm going to get a group of guys that I play with and actually do Dungeons and & Dragons and record them and put them online. Just so people can listen to us be strange and goofy in creative ways. And basically enjoy what we do. And you can hear it. And sometimes you can just hear it as background noise. But it's a lot of fun to listen to podcasts. Especially in that nature where it's fun orientated. So that's one thing I'm going to do. Another thing I'm going to do. I'm going to have a shout out to D&D Beyond. Because they're a fabulous organization. We recently with Session Zero were also doing... Uh, convention on December 5th at the Rod in Miramichie, New Brunswick. We are doing, we're allowed to do this in our, with the COVID restrictions, we can have it to 50, but we're going to reduce it down to, I think, 40-ish. We're going to have six tables of five, so we're going to be about 40 or 30, 30 plus. So we're looking at doing that. We got six dungeon, dungeon masters just doing an eight-hour game, and we're, uh, Basically, we're fundraising for a family that recently lost their uh, their mother and wife. Um, and this family here, it's cancer-related. And it really, uh, my co-worker's an, an awesome person. I don't want to mention their name because, again, I don't have their permission. But we're fundraising 
for this family. And a few weeks ago when I started the process, she was alive. She recently passed away, which saddens me because it's, you know, it's cancer is a bad thing. But we're going to do something good with what we're doing. So we anticipate that we're, we're going to be full and we charge for the event. We're also going to do a chi- uh, Chinese auction where people buy tickets and they put in their tickets into baskets and the prizes they want to win. So we'll have a, about 10 buckets and you have maybe 20 tickets and you can put them into whatever bucket that you want to have a chance to win. So why I'm saying D&D Beyond is because D&D Beyond, I got a hold of uh, Lauren Urban and I got in contact with her and I told her what we were doing. And she said, once you get everything solidified, and we got everything solidified, our venue, our building with the rod, Miramichi, which the rod Miramichi has donated for free, by the way. Just want to throw that out there. The rod Miramichi, absolutely awesome. And they're giving us free coffee and tea, which is good because we need that to stay awake. So basically what we're doing is we're doing that. And D&D Beyond, Lauren Urban, who is a big Big celebrity in Dungeons Dragons. Huge. She's a part of the community portion of D&D Beyond. So I wrote an email. She was a very lovely person. I uh, can't talk enough how polite she was and how she's you know very interested in what we're doing. So once I get everything solidified, got our Facebook up, it's Session Zero. Have a like. As many people as we can get, we'd love to. Have a lot of likes. I appreciate that. And I might post some of the pictures and maybe some video of what we're doing and trying to make it a fun event for a good cause. So getting back to the family, I also want to reiterate that my friend has three kids that are going to grow up in his care and he's going to be a single father. So I think it's important that we try to fundraise as much as we can. So I'm going to also... um, So with the Chinese auction... D&D Beyond has donated three packages of digital books, which is a value of $117 Canadian. And that's three different, that's three books. There's nine books in total, but they go into core sets, which each core set is a value of $117. And I just want to shout out to D&D Beyond and Laura Urban for their generosity. And, and I thank them kindly. And I'm basically going to be sending pictures and thanks from our convention and we're hoping to do this every four months and what my goal is with the group of people that I do play D&D with is to donate to charity locally and to bring the D&D game out in the public so people can all have a chance to play and I think it's a fantastic thing so that being said that's basically the end of my podcast, and I just want to say to you, thank, thank you so much for having an open mind for this podcast. I know Dungeons and Dragons, everyone looks at it really weird. So, I mean, there's different walks of life that play this. Business people, people that are low income, high income, it doesn't matter who you are. There's so many different people that play this game and enjoy the benefits of the game and enjoy the company. It really doesn't matter. So why not take a chance on it? Why not try Dungeons & Dragons? It could be the one thing that might help you with your anxiety or anything like that. Just to say that anybody can play. And just to list a few of the celebrities that actually do play Dungeons & Dragons. I mean, you have Vin Diesel, Matthew Lillard, Chris Hardwick, you have Stephen Colford, 
Mike Myers, Robin Williams did when he was alive. I mean, so many different celebrities did play this game. And it's just a normal game with normal people. So really, folks, you really have nothing to lose. Give it a try. It's a really easy game to play. There's starter sets to try it out. And maybe it's something that you really like. Maybe it'll be something that will help with your anxiety, your depression, and other mental health challenges that you have in your life. So I'm here just to bring some other views and to think outside the box to help you with mental health challenges in your life. I really thank you very much for listening. I'm glad you had an open mind. Thank you very much for listening. This is Alan Hilchey. This is Chat Club. I'm going to talk to you really soon. Thank you.